Good morning, Martin. Welcome back, mate. How are we doing? Morning, Dave. All good. Nice to nice to see you again. You okay? Yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. Um, so we're gonna touch on some other topics to do all around to do with um with addiction. We touched last week on how to replace um addiction with more positive, positive and constructive stuff. For example, like new hobbies, stuff you revisited maybe as a child. Um, we spoke about how to reconcile with family members and build those relationships. So today I want to kind of um, talk about when you are going through this this addiction process and maybe you're rehabbing, uh, sorry, not addiction process, but you've 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 got over, you're, you're trying to rehab your addiction, stuff you need to have like kind of coping strategies in place. And we're going to look at physical, mental, and emotionally. We'll cover those three things in this, in this today's little talk. Um, how did you go about doing that? What things did you have in place covering those three those three topics? I think um, obviously to, to to start with the the the, the biggest thing was um, was physical for me because it was it was it was affecting me health um, yeah. because I wasn't I wasn't sleep I wasn't sleeping enough. Um, <laughs> obviously, I wasn't eating correctly because. Me sleep patterns are all over the place, so I was like, I was I was eating food, bad food at the at the wrong times. I was binge eating, I was binge drinking, I was binge everything. Mm -hmm. So the effect that that started to have um, on my body was noticeable. And actually, I was talking to this with a client the other day. Um, I've got a really strong stomach, mate. I I've without exaggerating, I think I've probably been physically sick probably half a dozen times in my life, you know, right. like vomited. If I if I if I vomit, I'm I'm really, really ill. Um and um near the near before I hit me rock bottom, I'm just walking up the street of a of a bar that, that I that I was running. And I just like my stomach turned over and I projectile vomited like like I've never done before in my life. Nice. And it frightened the life out of me. Because, because I wasn't a person who who who, who, who did who was physically sick, and it like shocked the hell out of me. And that was obviously my body just rejecting, rejecting it. stuff. Yeah, yeah. My, my body just telling me that you know it was it, it it was struggling like, and that was weird like. But that was one of the big thing. If I was to list, you know, ten five things that. that the, the, all the other stuff with regards families and everything which we'll touch on in a minute it was that so 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 the so the, phys, the physical side was 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 basically I knew that that was my body and my organs telling me that enough was enough yeah um so that was the physical side um so was it just sorry Martin just before we move on so like looking to rectify that was just that um, was that just a matter of getting all your ducks in a row in terms of just basic basic health like getting your sleep getting your diet right making sure you're hydrated, plenty of water. So simple things, basic things that everybody should be looking to do. 100%. But as I've always yeah. said, when you're in any type of crisis, um, common sense goes out the window. And we've spoken we've spoken about this before, about yeah. um, our job as what we, what we, what we do as, as coaches. Um, to, to a human being who's got his act together is common sense. So that 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 that's what I say to people. We deal in common sense, 
But yeah. when when you're in any form of trauma or adversity, um, you know, do what you know. Again, I, I don't get bored of quoting old sayings. You know, can't see the wood for the trees. When you're in the middle of something, just somebody saying to you, "Mate, you're not sleeping enough. You're not yeah. drinking water. Your your you, your diet is horrendous." You, you you know when, when how many times have you done things in your life where you where you thought, oh, what what's he talking about? I'm 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 all right. I'm, I'm okay. It's normal yeah. for me to do this because what you do is your brain that side of your brain convinces you that that's okay, and you, and, and 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 that's acceptable and it's not. So 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 what it was what it was about it was about what, exactly what you said, which you know you're massive on, which is just getting that that healthy balance. You know, and 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 them them key areas, which to us is just is 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 life is is day to day, you know, um, existence. Yeah. But when you when you're in that hole, mate, it's it, it's not. I don't. It's not just about being in that hole. I speak to people on a regular basis, like in training and at the club and that, and people who are maybe a little bit stressed or they're having arguments at home. And the first thing I say, like, is, like, what, what's your diet like? What's your sleep like? And they're like, oh, I don't really sleep. I, I stay up till one o'clock in the morning playing games or computer games and all that. I'm like, well, address that first. And, you know what I mean? I mean, we can stay here and we can sit here and talk about the benefits of a good night's sleep all day long. But how good do you feel when you've had a good eight hours? If you're fortunate enough to get eight hours, a little nap in the afternoon or something, you feel fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. And that's just, all that is, mate, that, that is just, that, that that's plugging your electric car in, isn't it? And 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 okay. and, and, and being able to get you know two hundred and fifty miles down the road. That that, yeah. that that that's all it is. That that recharge and just let letting your and the other thing is as well, which is was a big thing for me, was getting decent sleep. Was getting yeah. seven or eight hours good sleep. Now that opens yeah. that opens up another another discussion. I mean, you're talking about um, sleep hygiene there, aren't you? And making yeah. sure you your sleep routine is good and yeah, that's a fascinating subject. And I recommend anyone who's, who wants to go down the rabbit hole with this a little bit more. Um, I'll put some links when we, when we upload this to YouTube or whatever it goes on to, I'll put some links to some more um, information on this. Cause I'm sure we could talk for a few hours on yeah. sleep routine and sleep hygiene, but yeah, massive. That's really important. Martin, good point. Yeah. Yeah, um, you, you know, yeah. You can be in bed for eight hours, but you might not get an eight hours sleep. Might you? It's, 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 yeah. it's, what, it's, it's what's built up, what, what you've been doing. An hour or two before that, but as you definitely. say, that's a completely other subject, but worth mentioning. Hundred, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah, definitely. So let's look at mental then. Um, kind of tools in your toolbox when you was going through your your rehab and getting over your addiction. We've looked at the physical stuff you looked at. What about mentally? How was you? How was you preparing mentally? Yeah. So again, you know, massive, massive part of it. And we talk about building them, them, them toolboxes up and. The, what I do, I I look at this in a, in a couple of ways. So this this varies between um, individuals. Um, I encourage, and it comes down to their personality, and I have to I have to judge this. And it's a mm-hmm. it's a fine line. This, so you can either what I did, I reminded myself what it was gonna what effect it was gonna have on me if I took that next drink or I took that next line of cocaine. So, so, so what I was going to lose, um, 
by 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 doing that. So so yeah. the the relationship I built back up with my wife, the fact that I was seeing my kids again, the fact that I'd had another chance with my job, the fact that the mortgage company hadn't repossessed the house, but they were going to, if 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 we didn't keep them payments up. So 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 I I I reminded myself of 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 that stuff. But yeah. I also encourage some clients to focus on what they're going to be able to do <clears> if, <throat> or not do, if that makes sense. So yeah. some people are driven differently. So when I when I do them fit them them initial sessions with them, I want to find out what makes them tick because I need to get inside their head as much as I can. I know that's yeah. difficult. But if they say if they're saying to me, "Oh, I'm buzzing because I've done this," or "I'm buzzing because," Soon, I'm going to be able to do that. Well, I pick up on that, yeah, because and this this is this is really important. And this this what this stems back to is doing it for us. And we've spoke about this in previous podcasts. Don't mm-hmm. do it for your mom, your nan, your next door neighbor, or your dog. Do it for you. So so in that initial toolbox, if you're saying, if I do this. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do that. I I will lose this. I will lose that. It brings it back to the person. Yeah. And that, with, with, without realizing it, I'm bringing the onus back to them. And it's not it's not them saying, "I'm going to piss my wife off." Um, my boss is going to be fuming. It's about it's about the person. Yeah. And I've only thought I've only thought about that recently. And I've I've done that, probably subconsciously, but 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 it's it's a massive part of the reasons why we have a little bit of success in what in what we do, because it, br- it brings it back to the person. Yeah, it's important. I mean, not many people would realise that they're doing that, but it just shows that the type of coach you are that you're picking up on that use of language. That again, people who are who are can't see the wood for the trees and they're in amongst it. They're, they're dealing with trauma. They might not realize the use of the language that they're using. Um, and obviously you're saying is when you're picking it up with clients and people you're working with, whether they're referring them to themselves in the first person, making it about them, you're also picking up on whether they're moving away from pain or moving towards pleasure as as motivations for for getting over this this addiction. And I think it's something that people can sit down with themselves and look at, isn't it? They, they can sit down and Think of the language that they use. Are they motivated by moving towards the things that they want to be able to do and achieve? Or are they motivated by, because they don't want to be in the place where they was previously motivated by moving away from the pain? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, that's a a a huge thing. That's that's something that builds over a long period of time. But just initiating that first move, and that, that and and then it goes back to all the strategies that we use and the headings that we use on 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 resilience and you know initiating change that ties in with all of that mindset all all of that stuff mm-hmm. all 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 comes into that but without yeah. without making that first step and we, we we talk a lot don't we about um you know achievable goals and and, and small wins that's that's massive and what we've got to do what we've got to do is judge what a small win's going to be because yeah. everybody everybody's will be different yeah everyone's i think we said last time everyone's point from 0 to 1 or 0 to a 
is going to be relative to the person, isn't it? Some people's A is going to be like quite a decent leap, quite a big step. Other people's might just be getting out that front door in the morning. Or just thinking about getting out the front door. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, just getting out of bed, and, yeah. And to say and the thoughts is, is 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 ample for, for, mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Um mm-hmm. so yeah and that and that, and again that's important that we that, that we're that we're aware of that and that's that's a big part of what we do isn't it being 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 aware of what's right for that individual and we won't always get it right but yeah um but 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 we're not proud enough to you know we're not we're not too proud to put our hands up and say yeah okay well that hasn't worked let's change it up or, or let's yeah. let's 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 strip it back, you know, and that's that's why the journals are great mm-hmm. because because you can look you can look you know if you do that you do an eight week journal you look you look back at week two. I mean, I don't remember what I did six weeks ago. I don't know whether you do, yeah. but no. if you look if you look back on a journal and you go, yeah, wow, that's how I was feeling, or that that how mad is that? We we've had we we've had it last week with a guy and he was like I look back and I'm like was I did I was there a point when I I actually thought that did I believe that and I was mm-hmm. going well yeah you did because you've written it down mate yeah but, and that goes back to what we said before about um, basic basic healthy lifestyle where if you are keeping a track of your your day to day habits and your journals and your logging and I know it sounds. It sounds like you're going to be driven by data, but it's not. It's it's getting an overall picture of, of your daily life. And if you're writing down like kind of how much sleep you got, the quality of sleep you got, if later on when you're looking at your journal, how did your day go? And you say, well, yeah, I had an argument with my missus. Um, my boss had to have a word with me because of X, Y, and Z. And you relate that back to your journal and it turns out that you had a shit night's sleep that night. You mm. can start to address that. Um, going back to your point before, Martin, about the use of language, if something's written down in front of you, it's easy to it's easier to analyse it and notice patterns within your writing and the language you might be using. And then people can identify mm-hmm. these things that you're talking about when you're looking at the mental tools, which way you're looking, are you looking backwards, moving away from the pain, or are you moving towards the good things that can happen? A journal's perfect for this. Yeah, no, de- definitely. I totally agree. Yeah, and that's um, and that's and we use it successfully, and it is it is a massive thing for us. 